بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. When we look at this ayah in Surah Al-Baqarah in which Allah says, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sta'inu bil-sabri wa-salah inna Allah ma'al-sabirin Allah tells the believers to seek His assistance through patience, persistence, resilience. All of these concepts are combined in the understanding of sabr and prayer. And then the capstone to the ayah is when Allah says, Indeed Allah is with those who are patient. So when Allah gives us these two action items, patience and prayer, and then at the end it's interesting that out of the two, the one that Allah specifies who He is with, in sabirin. In Surah Yunus, Allah mentions that the sun is diya and the, and the moon is nur. And the Prophet ﷺ described sabr as diyat and prayer as nur. So you have these, these parallels, you have these consistencies. And where does, where does the moon get its light from? It gets it from the sun. So if we were to reflect, no pun intended, on this analogy, then we can walk away with the beneficial understanding that our prayer is illuminated by what we do outside of our prayer. So if somebody has patience, if somebody has sabr, if someone has good character, if they prioritize that, they really work on that, the term for that is in connection with the sun. So if a person focuses on their comportment, their character outside of prayer, their patience outside of prayer, what should happen is it naturally plays a direct role in illuminating their prayer. So if someone, if they're praying and they feel like, you know, they're, there's, they're not walking away with anything beneficial from their prayer, step one is to look at how they're praying, generally speaking. That's one. And then two, to look at how are they going about their business, their lives outside of prayer. Because that's going to play a direct role in terms of influencing the quality of a person's prayer. One of the best things that, that I can do, that we can do, in terms of preparation for Ramadan is to take a step back and reflect, generally speaking, and to think and to look at what, how are we doing now in terms of our prayer, the quantity, the quality, etc. And then also outside of our prayer and you know how are... How is that relationship between the two, inside of prayer as well as outside of prayer? What's the connection there? Especially in connection with how we spend our time. Especially in connection with screen time. So if somebody is constantly, you know, mindlessly scrolling through social media, however many hours per day, and then when they get up to go pray, naturally the, the brain is going to feel, the mind is going to feel a bit clouded. So when you take a step back and you look at how important preparation is in our deen, especially in connection with prayer, there's wudu, maybe there's sunnah before prayer, all of this is to get a person in the zone before they actually pray their fard prayer, their obligatory prayer. It's not just about, okay, after watching Netflix for four and a half hours straight, now I'm going to you know, go and pray asr, for example, and then go right back to it. If they just jump right in, then it's not going to have the same effect as warming up to it. Maybe taking literally even two, three, four, five minutes 
just to read some Qur'an, listen to some Qur'an, anything of that nature to kind of get in that space, to get in that mind space and to get in that heart space of preparing for prayer. Then when a person, if they look at what they do before their prayer, outside of their prayer, once they get to it, it'll be a very different experience, it'll be a very different zone that they're in as opposed, as opposed to just jumping straight into it like a cold swimming pool. Naturally, there's, you know, there's going to be the shock to the system. But if there's a cold swimming pool, for example, and someone, if they slowly go into it, it'll still be cold, but the point is, if you ease into it, then it'll be different than if you just jump straight in, basically. Right? So one of the best things that I can do, that we can do, is to look at, okay, what are we doing outside of prayer time? Especially in connection with screen time. And then what's my intention, my niya from now, regarding general screen time when Ramadan comes around? Are there certain you know, apps that I need to delete from my phone, maybe they just take too much time. Even if it's something that's technically permissible, it boils down to the intention, the idea, how fruitful do I want my Ramadan to be? Because if someone gravitates away from things that are acceptable for the greater good of their own taqwa, then they're going to have a more fruitful experience. It's not always a, a legalistic conversation. Is it halal or haram? Is when a person is aiming for ihsan, even if something's acceptable, they may still avoid it because they, they have this higher aim, basically. We ask Allah to make us from among them. We ask Allah to help us to prepare for Ramadan from now. And we ask Allah to help us as best we can to spend our time wisely. Amni Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhiru da'wa alhamdulillahi